trying to connect the dots, but apparently the news managers, people who decide the news of the day and how it's covered, not necessarily connecting the dots because uh, the broadcast networks uh, are declining in the way and number of times that they cover climate change between 2009 and 2011 specifically, while at the same time they cover, oh, people like Donald Trump talking about um, all kinds of nonsense. So hopefully we have Jocelyn Fong on the line now for Media Matters. Hi, Betsy. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for joining, and I believe Thanks. Dr. Tucker can stay on for a few more minutes. Yes. Hi, Dr. Hi. Congratulations on your um, latest research showing just what's wrong with America. Not quite sure <laughs> why. Um, <laughs> what, what did you find that shows um, things are actually getting worse in terms of mainstream coverage rather than better as they should be given what's happening scientifically and environmentally? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we looked at the broadcast news network, so that's ABC, CBS, NBC, and Fox, and they have uh, basically two major news programs. They have these uh, Sunday morning political shows, and then they have their nightly news programs. And um, at Media Matters, we focus a lot on cable news, but the, the broadcast networks actually get much higher viewership. So four times more people watch the, the network evening news than they watch the highest-rated cable programs. So these are highly influential uh, media outlets, and we just wanted to take a look at how they've approached the issue of climate change over the last three, four years. Uh, so we look back since 2009, and what we found was a dramatic drop in attention paid to climate change uh, since 2009. It fell 90% on the Sunday shows and 72% on the nightly news shows. And then uh, we know that other studies have looked at this, uh, have looked at newspapers and found a similar trend. So there's this peak in coverage in 2009, and since then, um, the the mainstream news outlets are are not telling their readers about this story. How come? It's not clear. I mean, I think some people will say that uh, the sluggish economy has has reduced the, the amount of interest in environmental stories. Um, I think that a lot of uh, journalists and editors and uh, producers have a hard time seeing climate change as a as a as a story that actually permeates a lot of different areas of life. You know, they may think of it as a, a single environmental story when really it, it's about everything. It's about economics. It's about politics. So you can find angles and everything, especially when you talk about gas prices. This, you know, this has been a huge story this year. Um, unfortunately, the journalists don't seem to have the creativity to see how climate change is an issue with uh, gasoline and oil prices. Well, some, some journalists we do here on the Green Front. Well, yeah, for years. of course. <laughs> but that's part of the problem, right, is, uh, you know, the Internet shows are wonderful and we're mostly talking to green people, but there needs to be a more mainstream presence uh, that's connecting the dots day in, day out, event in, event out. Exactly. And another, you know, finding that you mentioned was that we looked in, in 2011 uh, how much these networks covered Donald Trump compared to climate change, and overall they, they covered Trump more than twice. And this guy, you know, he's just a, a clown. He's a sideshow. Um, and we're talking about global climate change, and they covered Trump more than more than twice well, as much. Well, he spews so much hot air. Perhaps he's uh, one of the reasons we're seeing uh, global warming. <laughs> PR. Right. right, gas emissions, noxious emissions out of Donald Trump. But um, and then and then another finding: we looked at who the people that were on, who did the Sunday shows host to talk about climate change, and they bring on politicians and media figures and not climate experts. We didn't see one scientist on on a Sunday show panel about climate change. And then among those politicians, 68% were Republican and only 32% were Democrat. So, so what we see is um, kind of the, the mainstream news outlets mirroring the Republican Party in terms of downplaying this issue, um, 
following their 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 trend where we see the Republican Party has moved so far on climate change. I mean, back in 2008, John Boehner said that climate change was a serious issue that needed to be addressed. And of course, Newt Gingrich and, and Mitt Romney both said we need to take action. And these are views that are considered um, not tolerable within the Republican Party anymore. And so, you know, I think that, that unfortunately the networks have almost mirrored that shift. Uh, uh, Jocelyn, is there any evidence that uh, these networks are uh, feel intimidated by the conservative movement or by the fossil fuel industry or, or, or any sort of or any sort of right wing interests in, in terms of uh, declining their coverage? Is there any evidence that you know uh, they're just scared of being attacked as being members of the alleged liberal media? I, I would assume that that's definitely a figure. I mean, it's hard to get into their minds, but we know that there is a concerted campaign. You know, there's a whole infrastructure uh, that that will pounce on these on these uh, networks anytime they talk about climate change. You know, there are websites set up to to attack NBC whenever they acknowledge the scientific consensus on on climate change. I'm sure that their their readers, you know, Rush Limbaugh's audience. Uh, I'm sure when they hear from those people, um, it it might cause them to think twice about covering it, which is, which is really unfortunate. Jocelyn, uh, I've heard the fatigue factor mentioned, or people are getting tired of hearing about climate change, and how do you make it fresh? Well, we think we do that here all the time, because there's so many angles, as you say, it's connected mm-hmm. to, you know, our economy, to our health, to our weather, and, um, you know, our ecosystems that we can't even see the impacts of. And so that always makes me laugh or cry when I hear that. When you see, you know, pardon the expression, the gangbang mentality, you know, certainly on the cable network, they get on a story, even something as worthy as, you know, Republican attacks on women's, you know, birth control um, Rights, uh, and then the you know Trayvon Martin case. It's like over and over and over again. And um, some of us get tired of those stories, which really don't impact a lot of people, and certainly have no long-term impact. Uh, not at least in connection to the scope of climate change and other environmental threats that are not even talked about as much, like what's happening with our oceans, in part connected to climate change. So when I hear you know. They're, they're getting tired of hearing about this. I just, I, it, it, it really blows my mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a very valid excuse either. And then, and then one problem that we see is, is people don't realize that uh, Fox News talks about climate change a lot more often oh, than yeah. some of the mainstream outlets, but their coverage is terrible. So well, when talking they, about that, it's a hoax. Right. So when the evening news programs do cover the issue, they do a decent job at explaining the scientific consensus, but they don't cover it enough. So those facts exactly. are really drowned out by this everyday drumming on Fox News and other news outlets um, like like Fox that is is a constant. It's a hoax. It's a hoax. You know, scientists are are uh, are motivated by money and all of these other smears. And I mean, just this week, uh, Fox uh, Fox host named Greg Gutfeld said uh, global warming is good for human beings. So that's what you hear on Fox day in and day out, and you're not getting the facts really anywhere else. Uh, Jocelyn, do you have any hope that uh, going forward there might be a uh, an improvement in the way these stories are covered by the mainstream media, especially with the, in, in light of that uh, Yale study that we just referenced? Uh, I, I do have to mention, and I've, and I've mentioned before, Betsy and I have discussed the, the quality of the coverage that the uh, the weekend show on MSNBC up with Chris Hayes does on these issues. Do you have any anticipation that the quality of coverage Chris Hayes provides could eventually be reflected in the uh, in the weekday shows from NBC, CBS, and ABC? I certainly hope so. I think Chris Hayes has been excellent on this issue, um, and and I I do think uh, that journalists are getting the mainstream journalists are getting better on the, on the weather on the weather 
problem, you know, the weather, the weather issue connecting that to climate change. It's, I think it's been tricky for reporters to figure out exactly how to explain the connection between climate and, and extreme weather, but I think it's becoming uh, that people are beginning to understand this concept of loading the dice and this concept that the, the background conditions have shifted, and I think that journalists are getting a lot better at explaining that, so yeah, I'm hopeful. Well, maybe the mainstream networks and some of the cable networks will consider hiring some of us journalists who've been making those connections quite naturally and regularly for all these years, you know, okay. rather than sit around and wait till they get it. Um, let's hope we have some, you know, maybe meeting in the middle there. I certainly hope so. So uh, just have a, about a minute left. Um, do you think we've finally turned the corner? I mean, as you said, even though the networks are not doing a particularly good job of covering it as deeply and widely as, you know, the, the crisis should reflect, uh, they can't ignore the weather, as we just heard from the latest research from Dr. Lazarowitz. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be an increasingly um, it's going to be increasingly difficult to ignore um, when we have the heat waves that we've been seeing, and and the polls are showing that you know everyone else says there's something going on here. Uh, I think we will be able to see you know the reflection in the coverage, but I will say that it would be nice if um, leaders like President Obama wouldn't be so afraid of talking about climate change as well. You know, I don't think that um, uh, Democrats have been very proactive about bringing this issue into the, into the mainstream conversation as well. Which is why DR and I talk about a green tea party for those of us who are esteemed that they're playing politics with the planet. I think we need to ramp that up between now and the election because, of course, Republican candidates don't believe we have a problem. And, uh, of course, we have um, so many in just the climate change crisis alone. So uh, maybe it is really time to turn up the heat, if you will, to demand, you know, that the candidates for the highest office in the land really start talking about this in a real way. Yeah, hopefully it can become a part of the discussion. Once we get past this crazy Republican primary, we can actually talk seriously about uh, things that we can do to address this problem. Well, the primaries happen in the summer, and that's when we're probably going to see more extreme you know, heat waves, so perhaps it will be just impossible to continue to ignore climate change or call it a hoax or any other ridiculous stuff like that. Thanks so much, Jocelyn Fong, and Media Matters for all the great work you do in showing you know, who's covering what and what's missing from the mainstream media mix. Thank you very much. In America. When we come back, we're going to talk to Catriona McGregor. She's written a book a couple years ago called Partnering with Nature, but we're still not doing enough uh, bonding with nature, and that could be the reason we're seeing so many... Americans not really tuning into their environment and uh, saying...